Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This morning we're going to look at a topic that I title Mysteries and Miracles at His Word. Mysteries and Miracles at His Word. Praise God. Mysteries and Miracles at His Word. Praise the name of the Lord. Now I believe when we talk about the mysterious, we're talking about that which is uncommon. We're talking about the strange manifestation of the power of God. When we're talking about that which is mysterious, we're talking about the activities of Almighty God. When we talk about mysterious, we're talking about intervention of the divine. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And when we talk about the miraculous, miracles are the ways of God. The Bible says he does miracles without numbers. According to the book of Job, praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 But the Bible talks about the word of the Lord also. That the word of the Lord is true, the word of the Lord is powerful, the word of the Lord can deliver, the word of the Lord can heal, the word of the Lord bring restoration, recovery, and many other things. So as we look at this topic, the mysteries and miracles at his word, mysteries and miracles at his word, I want us to position ourselves through the word this morning. Believing God that whatever your condition, your situation, your desperation, your need might be this morning, there is going to be the mysterious and the miraculous act of God upon that situation in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you have your Bible, let's quickly look at the book of Ezekiel 37. This is one interesting, I believe also, common account that many believers may have a dear to or you have knowledge about. And I want us to take note of some details from this account. Ezekiel 37. I'll be reading from verse 1 down to verse 15. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He says, The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. And set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones. Praise God. And caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many, praise God, there were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. Again he said unto me, prophesy upon these bones, and hear, and say unto them, O ye dry bones, Hear the word of the Lord. Praise the Lord. For thus said the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. Hallelujah. Verse 6, And I will lay sinews upon you, and will bring up flesh upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and ye shall live. And ye shall know that I am the Lord. Praise God. So I prophesy as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise. And behold, a shaken. And the bones came together, bone to his bone. And when I beheld, lo, the sinews and the flesh came upon them. And the skin covered them above. But there was no breath in them. Verse 9. Then said he unto me, Prophesy unto the wind, prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, Thus saith the Lord God, Come from the four winds, praise God, hallelujah, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. 
verse 10. So I prophesy as he commanded. Praise the name of the Lord. I prophesy as he commanded. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I prophesy as he commanded. Praise the Lord. Hmm. And the breath came into them and they lived and stood up upon their feet an exceeding great army. Praise the Lord. An exceeding great army. Then he said unto me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say, our bones are dried and our hope is lost. We are cut off for our parts. Praise God. Verse 12. Therefore prophesy and say unto them, Thus said the Lord God, Behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up out of your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. And ye shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened your grave, O my people, and brought you up out of your graves. Verse 14, last verse. It says, And shall put my spirit in you, and ye shall live, and I shall place you in your own land. Then shall you know that I am the Lord, praise God. I am the Lord, have spoken it, and perform it, saith the Lord. Praise God, I'll go over that. Then shall ye know that I, the Lord, have spoken it, and perform it, saith the Lord. Now, this is one interesting account in the Old Testament that is mysterious. And this was one of the reasons why I titled this message, Mysteries and Miracles at His Word. Now, I want you to really pay attention to what God is about to say. Because sometimes we fail to understand the ways of God. And I really understand that we obviously have to fail. Why? Because we are human. And we are limited when it comes to the knowledge of God. We only know based on the scripture, not beyond that. Praise God. But there are a lot of things about God that we do not even know. Hallelujah. There are a lot of things about God that the scripture did not even mention. Praise God. And what is also interesting about life is that when it comes to humanity, ourselves, there are a lot of things that you don't know about yourself. There are a lot of things that I don't know about myself. There are a lot of things that we don't know about ourselves. That is why every day we are full of surprises. Somebody will do something or behave somehow where you got surprised. You're like, wow, I'm shocked. I never thought you would do this. I never thought this would happen. I never thought you can do this. I never thought things like this would happen. Praise God. Mysteriously or unexpectedly, somebody might surprise you based on the way they behave, the things they do, or how they can help, or the way they act or react, one way or the other. Praise God. And you yourself, you don't know yourself. Praise God. And it's not everything about yourself. You didn't know when you were going to be born. Praise God. You didn't know even who, we, even who your parents were until somebody calls you, my son, my daughter, and you begin to learn to say, mama, papa, dada. Right? You don't know the day that you are going to die. Praise God. Why? Because it is not in your power. It is not in your end. The Bible says that you should know that you are not your own. Praise God. And that you belong unto Almighty God. Praise the name of the Lord. And so as we look at this account this morning, I want to first of all settle this that you don't know yourself and you don't know your ways in life and you don't understand everything that you may be going through. Let me just throw light on a few scriptures before we get to the text. 
The Bible says something in the book of Jeremiah chapter 10 verse 23. Let's go there quickly. Jeremiah, let's build some foundation. Chapter 10. God is about to bless somebody this morning. Verse number 23. It says, Oh Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. Do you see that there? Oh Lord, I know. What does he know? That the way of man is not in himself. It is not in a man that walketh to this to this this to, to direct his steps. Praise God. I'll go over that again. It is not in man that walketh to direct his steps. So, which clearly implies that you and I don't know ourselves. We don't know our ways. We don't know many things about ourselves, but God knows everything. The Bible says, it is not in man that walketh to direct his steps. And then he got on by saying, oh Lord, correct me, but with judgment, not in time, not in thy anger, lest thou bring me to nothing. In other words, you see clearly here, the man of God is saying, Lord, you are in control of everything. You know everything, and I don't even know. You may have plans for tomorrow, but you don't know exactly what tomorrow brings forth. You know nothing about tomorrow. You have appointment for tomorrow. Some of you have planned to go to work tomorrow. Praise God. But you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Maybe you might not even get to work. Things might change. Praise God. But God already knows. He, already, he knows the end from the beginning. He knows even unto eternity that you don't even know. Praise God. So the Bible says, Oh Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. So one thing I want you to pay attention to as we go through this account is to let go of yourself. Forget about your pride, your status, or whatever. Just humble yourself and allow God to speak to you this morning. Allow God to direct or redirect your path in Jesus' name. Proverbs 20, 24. Proverbs 20, 24. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 24. Let's lay the foundation as we go further. Praise God. Proverbs 20, verse 24. Are we there? Proverbs 20. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Verse 24. Oh, I'm still in the book of Psalms. Proverbs 20, 20, 24. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Are we there? Thank you, Lord. Okay, what does it say? 2024, I'll read. It says, man's going are of the Lord. Do you see that there? Man's going, that is the ways of man are of God. You cannot redirect yourself. You cannot control yourself. No matter how anointed you are, how gifted you are, how spiritual you are. Praise God. Hallelujah. Even if you, are, you have grace, you have discerning, you have the gift of God in oppression, it is not yours, it is given to you by God. The life is a gift from God. The gift that you are operating in, the anointing, the wisdom, the power, praise God, the healing, the deliverance, the miracle that you and I are performing or doing are of God. So you have nothing to glory in. You have nothing to boast about. Praise the name of the Lord. So look at what the verse says. Proverbs 20, 24. It says, it's interesting. It says, man's going are of the Lord. How can a man then understand his own way? How can you understand your own way? Sometimes you, you've done some stupid or foolish things and you regret it. Oh, oh my goodness, how come? How did I get to do this, this nonsense? How did I, how did I get myself into this? How, how 
come I messed up? How come I made such terrible mistake after it was done? Then you look back, you're like, oh my goodness. Praise God. Now look at this account. It says, man's going out of the Lord. How can a man then understand his own way? These are some of the verses that you look at. You just, you just humble yourself and let go of pride and arrogance. And all this thing that wants you to puff up and make you feel better, make you feel as if you are better off than others. No, just be humble. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11, New Testament now. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11, and then we get to our text. Praise the Lord. I hope I'm blessing you this morning. 1 Corinthians, I'm building a foundation because I want to, I want to open your eyes for you to see the pattern, the procedures, and the standard, the process, the dynamics to which God will bless us and heal us, change our condition, and deliver us. Praise God. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians, hallelujah. Chapter 2, verse 11. Thank you, Lord. Chapter 2, are we there? Let's see verse 11 quickly. What does it say? It says, but God had revealed, sorry, verse 10 and then verse 11. But God had revealed, on, had revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searched all things, yea, the deep things of God. Verse 11. For what man, look at the question. For what man knoweth the things of a man? See, it's not possible. He said, I have the gift of designing. No, without the gift of designing, you won't do it. And that gift of designing was given to you by who? By God. So whatever you are doing with that designing is of God. It's not to your glory. It's to the glory of God. For what man knoweth the things of man? Save, take note, save the spirit of man which is in him. And that spirit of man which is in you is the Holy Ghost. Even so the things of God knoweth no man but what? The spirit of God. You see that? So it takes the spirit of God to know. It takes the spirit of man. And that spirit of man is the spirit of God. And the spirit of God is the Holy Ghost that is in operation in you. Praise God. These are the reasons why the Bible says, for without me you can do nothing. Now, let's go back to the text. It's an Old Testament text. Ezekiel 37. Let's begin to deal with this. We've laid the foundation. So, we understand now, you, you don't know yourself better. You don't understand your ways in life. Praise God. And you cannot do without God. You cannot do without the Spirit of God. Now, this account clearly reveals to us the condition. It is prophetic. Praise God. It is, it, it is a revelation that God helped Ezekiah to discover or to know. It is a vision about the condition, the experience, the status of the people of Israel, the people of God. Praise God. Now, pay attention. It is deep and it is very, very revelatory. Praise God. Now, God called this man, uh, 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 Ezekiel, and revealed exactly what Israel were going through. Now, if you go back to a particular verse, a particular verse that I want to draw your attention to, is in verse, uh, I think it's verse 11. Let's start from back and move backwards and go forward. Verse 11 says, Then he said unto me, Son of man, take note now, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Do you see that there? Behold, they say, Our bones are dried and our hope is lost. We are cut off for our parts. Praise God. Hallelujah. Therefore prophesy and say unto them, Thus said the Lord God, Behold, all my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up out of your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. Did you get it? 
So, when you looked at the entire account, it is summarized in this particular verse 11. In other words, verse 11 is a revelation of what God is about to reveal. That is the condition of Israel. Number one, they've given up. Number one, their condition was not right. Praise God. Number two, their status, their experiences, and everything that they were going, the whole house, the Bible says they say our bones are dry. Lord, our finances are dry. Our health, we're dry. Marriage, dry. Ministry, dry. Business, dry. Academic life, dry. Everything is dried up. Praise God. They are complaining at this time. They are disappointed at this time. They are discouraged at this time. They are confused at this time. They've almost given up at this time. Praise God. And they are saying, where is God in this? Praise the Lord. Why would God allow such things to happen? Praise the Lord. Or why am I going through what I'm going through? He says, ah, ah, God, look at this. Our bones are dry. We don't have health. We don't have the potentials anymore. We don't know how we're going to get out of this mess. Praise God. We don't have what it takes. There is no help or helper out there. Lord, we are in a confused junction. Lord, we are traumatized. Lord, we are depressed. Lord, we are confused. Lord, we are tired. Lord, we are in pain. Lord, we feel disappointed. Lord, have you abandoned us? Lord, have you forsaken us? Lord, why? Lord, our bones are dry. Father, we've lost the grace. We've lost the joy. We've lost the zeal. We've lost your first love. We've lost our prayer life. We've lost our consecration. We've lost the worship that we once had. We've lost, we've lost that intimacy with you. Our bones are dry. We're not studying the word of God as we used to. We're not praying as we used to. We're not holy as we used to. We're not faithful as we used to. Our bones are dry. We already strayed away. We are far away from you. And God is as if you are far away from us. And God, we don't know what to do at this time. Our bones are dry. Praise God. The next thing that you see there, it says, our hope is lost. Ah, God, we're tired. Lord, we don't believe you anymore. Lord, we don't know whether this is going to work or it's not going to work anymore. Lord, faith, faith, faith. I don't care about faith anymore. Praise God. Oh, God is faithful. God is going to help you. God is going to help you. Whatever. I don't care. If he wants, let him help me. If he doesn't want, okay, that's fine. There are people who have got to that point. Oh, don't tell me that. God is good. Oh, God is loving. Oh, God will help. No, I've given up on God already. Why? Because I messed up the other day. Why? Because my child died the other day. Why? Because my house was on fire the other day. Why? Because my business collapsed the other day. Why? Because I am expecting certain things that, and then it doesn't work. But God, uh, my hope, my hope, my faith, my trust has gone over. And I cannot handle this anymore. There's no more faith. There's no more hope. There's no more trust. There's no more confidence. There are believers who are like that. So since God will do it, <laughs> amen, pastor, amen, amen, I believe, I believe. But deep down in her heart, she's saying, just, just, just say whatever you want to say, pastor, but if he wants to let him, but I'm tired of this. People who are running out of the church now, instead of running into the church, 
People are going through social media now, looking for demonic way out, looking for satanic suggestions, looking for ideas, psychological ideas, philosophical opinions and theories to resolve things that are, that are not natural or not normal. People are getting into occultism, witchcraft practices, demonic activities, instead of depending on God now. Why? Our bones are dried. Our hope is lost. Praise God. And so they've gotten to the point where faith is not an issue anymore. They've gotten to the point where hope is not an issue anymore. They've gotten to the point where they don't believe anymore. They've gotten to the point where they are tired and they are saying, God, if you feel like doing it, fine. If you don't feel like, well, God, I'm not praying anymore. People are bitter. People are angry. People are tired. People are giving up. People are exhausted, overstretched. Praise God. Because of the time and season. The Bible says, perilous times shall come. Perilous times, difficult times, hard times, painful times, embarrassing times, challenging times, difficult times, sorrowful times, times of affliction, times of disappointment, times of failure, times of hard times, times of sickness and disease. These are the times. Am I making sense to someone this morning? Am I speaking to you this morning? So they said, what? They said, ah, our bones are dried and our hope is lost. Forget about faith. Forget about hope. Forget about trusting God. Forget about prayer. Forget about consecration. Forget about this. Oh, I've, I've, I've been in ministry for years. And look at what I'm going through. Oh, I've served God over the years. I've paid my tithe. I gave my offering. Oh, I've been holy. I've been committed. I've been going to church. Oh, my father was a pastor. Oh, my mother was a deacon. Oh, I, I grew up in the church. Oh, I joined the choir. Oh, but look at me now. Oh, Lord, I'm tired. Oh, I can't handle this anymore. Oh, too much prayer. Pressure. Too much pressure. Look at it. The Bible says what? They're dried. Their bones dried. And their hope is lost. He didn't stop there. And look at what he said. They said we are cut off for our paths. We've lost sense of direction. We don't know our way anymore. We don't know what life entails anymore. We have resoluted ourselves for any eventuality. Whatever happens, happens. But we don't care and we don't want to care. Praise God. This was the case. And God looked at them and God says to Ezekiel, he says, Ezekiel, let me show you the problem of my people and let me show you how we're going to deal with this, how this is going to be handled. Praise God. So we'll see the problem, right? You've seen what was going on, right? Now, let's look at the ways of God. Let's look at the intervention of God. Let's look at the, the, the solution of God. Let's look at the love and the mercy of God. Let's look at the care of God. Let's look at, let's look at the patience of God. Let's look at the power of God. Let's look at the mysteries of God. The intervention of God. The miracle of God. The activities of God. The process of God. To which God is going to turn things around on behalf and for his people. Now, let me say this to you. Your perception about life and your personal experience is completely different from the will of God about life and the will of God concerning your experience. I'm going to say that again. Your perception about life and your experience personally is completely different from the will of God concerning your life and concerning your experience. 
You may think that you failed, but in the sight of God, you are not failed. It's, going, it's just a process. You may think that you have a problem, but in the sight of God, it's not a problem. It's a process. You may think that it is over, but in the sight of God, it's just the beginning because it's a process. Are we getting it now? You may think that God doesn't like me. Oh, God doesn't answer my prayer. Oh, God, where are you? Oh, God, la 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 la. God is saying, ah, you don't understand. You just sing your song, but it's a process. Praise God. Don't you never say it's a process? An interesting process. Let's go to the account. Look at verse 1. It says, the hand of the Lord was upon me, take note, and carried, Ezekiel 37, chapter 37 of Ezekiel, verse 1, and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord. So this was a revelation. It was a vision. And in the midst of this revelation and vision, you see the prophetic in oppression. You see the manifestation of the word of God in oppression. You see the intervention of God. So let's look at the process, how it works, how God changed the dynamics. He says, the spirit of the Lord took him up into the realm of the spirit of the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. And set him down in the midst of the valley, which was full of bones. That's the revelation. Now, that's the summary. Now, look at the details. And it says, he caused me to pass by them round about. That is, he has a clear view. He saw everything that was going on. Praise God. He had experience of what was going on. And the behold, the Bible says, there were very many. So he passed by. He saw everything. He realized that number one, there were many. And number two, that they were scattered. And the Bible says they were very dry. He says there were very many in the open valley open problem, open situation, open embarrassment, open disgrace, open challenge. It was very open in the open valley and Lord, they were very dry. Maybe that's your condition. Your condition is open. It's public. It's not a secret anymore. It's disgraceful. It's an embarrassment. It's well known that you don't have money. You are broke. So when you want to talk, people say, I don't bother. We don't want to listen to you. You don't have what it takes. So you don't have the credentials, you don't have the papers, you don't have a wife, you don't have a husband, you don't even have a child. What do you want to say? Come on, come on, look at your condition, look at your position, look at what you are going through. And some of you feel embarrassed because of some of these experiences. Say, God, my condition is not just that I am a bone or a skeleton, but it is that it's open to the public and it's dried. Everybody knows about it. Everybody knows my shame. Everybody knows my failure. Everybody knows my disappointment. Everybody knows that I'm sick. Everybody knows that I don't have what it takes. Everybody, you know, it's in an open valley. And Lord, they were very... Listen, the Bible didn't say, Lord, they were dry, but it says very dry. Hopeless. 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 Hopelessness. You know, we've been dealing with hope last week, right? We dealt with that on, 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 on Sunday last week and on Wednesday. So for those of you who are thinking about hope and how to keep your hope and maintain hope, please go and consult those messages. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So the Bible says they were very dry. That's the expression. Very dry. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Which means that... <laughs> It's going to be difficult for things to work. Now, take note. I love this. It's becoming deeper. It's getting deeper. He says, verse 3, And he said, that is God is speaking now. He said unto me, Hey, Son of man, can these bones live? Listen. It's good to ask God questions. And you always have answer. 
Except if you choose not to answer because you might not handle the answer. But you know the worst case and the most dangerous aspect in life is when God asks you questions. When he puts you on the spot, <laughs> you, you, I'm sure you will not have answers. Because there are certain things, for God to ask you questions, it means that he's going to put you on the spot. And if he's going to put you on the spot, it's going to be very, very heavy, very deep, because it might be things that you cannot handle or you cannot respond to. I might make sense to you this morning. So the Bible says, the Lord asked him, he said, son of man, listen, did God know his name? He knows his name. What is his name, please? It's Ezekiel. But listen now, I was wondering, why is it that God called Ezekiel son of man? He didn't say, Ezekiel, can these bones live? It's because he wants every one of us to understand that you can place yourself in this position, in this condition, because there will come a time when you will have to go through situations and issues like this. You understand? As long as you are a son of man, trust me, you're going to go through an experience like this. There are times when you feel as if God has disappointed you. There are times when you feel as if you're all alone. There are times when you feel as if you don't need faith anymore. You're tired. So he calls him son of man. So you can be that son of man or woman today. And God is speaking to you and he's saying, Can these bones leave? Yeah. God asks him that which he knows that in a human form or physically is impossible. So I love Ezekiel. Very, very smart guy. Look at the way he responds. And I answered, Oh Lord God, thou knowest. You know. Oh, the doctor said it's cancer. Can you be made whole? Jesus asked one man at that time. He says, Can you be made whole? The man he wanted to explain from January to December. And Jesus said, That is not what I'm asking you. Can you be made whole? The man wants to continue. And Jesus said, Just take your bed, get out of here. You're here. Now look up and look at me. Sometimes the way God asks you questions, and the reason why he asks you questions, is not because of your faith only. No, 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 no. He wants you to look at him and keep your trust and confidence in him. And you take your eyes off of yourself and you take your eyes off of your situation and believe that with him all things are possible. Are you getting it? It's not about your ideas. Your ideas are limited. It's not about your decisions. Your decisions are limited. You will see that as we go along. It's not about your wish or your will. You cannot handle it. So he throws everything back to you and says, yes, yes, yes. Now look at it. Can you do it? Can you fix it? Can you work it out there? You're like, oh God, no, no, no. Of course not. And I love the humility of Ezekiel. He says, son of man, can these bones leave? Can God repair your marriage? Can God restore your financial life? Can God restore your immigration document? Can God restore your health? Can God restore your spiritual life? Can God restore your business? Can God restore your relationship with your in-laws? Can God restore your academic life? Can he take you back to school and you get uh, your degree? Will you graduate this year or next year? Praise God. Are you sure you're going to travel? Are you sure you're going to have that visa? Do you believe that God is in complete control? Do you believe that God is in charge? Do you believe that God has taken over the responsibility? So all that you have now is to believe. So he said, and he answered, Oh Lord God, thou knowest. I love this. When God was about to give me this message, this was the word that came. Thou knowest. 
Oh Lord God, download. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is from Ezekiel account. The Spirit of God gave me this word. Oh Lord God, download. I'm like, woo. Where is this coming from? And I'm like, where is the account about? I mean, where is the text? And then the Spirit of God reminds me about Ezekiel. And I got there and God began to open my eyes. I'm like, wow. Down noised. God knows exactly how you're going to end. God knows exactly who you're going to marry. God knows exactly when you're going to travel. God knows exactly how many children you're going to have. God knows exactly about your eternity. God knows about your past, your present, and your future. He knows everything. He's all-knowing. Praise God. So I love when Ezekiel responded back to God and he says God thou knowest in other words he's saying you are almighty you are omnipotent you are omniscient you are all powerful you are all knowing you are everywhere and God I hand it over to you and let me say this to you it also reveals that this man was not only wise but he was very humble are we humble to allow God to have his way to do his things his own way are we humble enough are we, are we humble enough to understand that we are limited, but God is unlimited? Sometimes, listen to this now, let me, become, let me become a little bit, I mean, otherwise, to you directly. Sometimes, even when we tend to proclaim faith, sometimes it is not faith, it's just pride and arrogance. Oh, I can do it. In the name of Jesus, I can do it. You are calling the name of Jesus, but you know you don't have faith. You know it's just bold faith that you have. You know it's just arrogant. And maybe even if something works or happens, you take the glory to yourself. But look at this man. Ezekiel was so humble to the extent that he says, Thou knowest. And God knows deep down in the heart of Ezekiel, when he said to God, Thou knowest, he knows that he actually meant what he says. Now again, look at verse 4. Thank you, Jesus. So the question that God threw out, can this bone live? Praise God. And then he responded, he said, God thou knowest. And look at verse 4. And he said unto me, prophesy upon these bones. Who said? The Lord. Now look at the process and let's follow the pattern. The very first thing is, God asked a question. The man responded. Now look at the very first process. The second part of the process is that he said unto me, prophesy unto the bones and say unto them. Listen now, I'll go over that again. I'll go over that. For the sake of the ministry of the prophetic, I'm going to go over that again. Again, he said unto me. Do you see that there? Again, the Bible says, and he said unto me, son of man, can these bones leave? And then the Bible says, and I answered, oh Lord, down to us. Verse 4 says, again, he, he, he said, underline that on your Bible. He said, again, he said unto me, prophesy upon these bones and say unto them, oh ye dry bones, hear what? Hear my words. I'm a prophet. Is that what we see there? No. He said, oh ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Do you see that there? Number one, he says, he said unto me, prophesy. Now, for the sake of the prophetic, he didn't get up and say, Touch the Lord, like what we're seeing now. No, no, no. He, did, he didn't go out there to run his mouth, like what we're seeing. People want to show up that they are gifted, they are this, they are. No, no, no. Listen, if the prophecies of God, it will come to pass. May I say it again? If the prophecies of God, it will what? 
definitely come to pass. It was God that gave him a word of prophecy. He didn't just get up on himself. Hey, there's a problem. But as yet the Lord, he wants to show off his calling and his ministry. So listen to this now. Never you prophesy without the instruction of the Lord. Never you prophesy without the word of the Lord. Never you prophesy without the guidance of the Lord. Now the Bible says, again he said unto me, prophesy. He didn't prophesy until God told him to prophesy. Prophesy to what? To bones? Oh God, I don't understand this. So you see the problem. The problem is the man was, he was going to prophesy to bones. Bones. Praise God. Prophesy to these bones. And remember, these bones are the symbols of what? The people of Israel. Imagine you get up to prophesy to bones without the instruction of the, of the Lord. You're going to be embarrassed. He was instructed. The prophecy was of God. The prophecy was from God. The prophecy was an instruction by God. It was a command from God. Prophesy to these bones. Bones that were very dry. Bones that were open in a what? In an open valley. They were out in an open valley. How can you do that? You cannot do that without God. You cannot use your intellect to do things like this. Praise God. Which means that, take note now, look up and look at me. The problem of Israel at this particular time was not just natural. It wasn't just human. It was not just logical. It was not just economical. It was not just uh, a human problem. It was both spiritual, physical, it was everything. So for him to stand to face that problem, he needed the word from God. Praise God. And that is why we're titled this message as Mysteries and Miracles at His Word. So he says he prophesied. The Lord said prophesy and say unto them, O ye dry bones, Look at it. Look at it now. The prophecy is not his prophecy. The prophecy is the prophecy from the Lord. See what it says. All you dry bones, you do what? You hear the word of the Lord. Don't forget that. Hear what? The word of the Lord. Hear what? The word of the Lord. The dry bones will not hear your word, even though you are a prophet. They won't hear your word if the word is not from the Lord. Are you getting it now? Oh, I'm a good orator. Oh, I speak phonetics. I phonetize a lot. Oh, I, I, I speak uh, theology. I have all this theological grammar. I know all the exegesis and all this. And, uh, listen, all those things that you may know and have experienced. Listen, the condition won't change without the word of the Lord. Without the backing of the Lord. Without the move of the Lord. Without the command of the Lord. Without God's directives or instruction. Hallelujah. So the Bible says, verse 5, verse 4 says, he, the Bible says that he was commanded to speak to the dry bones and say, Oh, ye dry bones, hear ye the word of the Lord. So what are the bones supposed to hear? What are they supposed to hear? The word of the Lord. Hear ye the word of the Lord, oh my problem. Hear ye the word of the Lord, oh my situation. Oh you barrenness, hear ye the word of the Lord. Oh you poverty, hear ye the word of the Lord. Oh you frustration, hear ye the word of the Lord. Oh you sickness and disease, hear ye the word of the Lord. Oh you setback and disappointment, hear ye the word of the Lord. Listen, there is nothing that Satan fears as the word of God. The moment you say, thus said the Lord, or the, it is written. You remember the challenge between Satan and Jesus Christ? You remember that, right? Satan came and tempted Jesus. All that Jesus was saying, 
it is written. He was quoting Deuteronomy. It is written. Go back to the Old Testament, Exodus. It is written. He moves from Exodus to Deuteronomy to Leviticus. He kept quoting what was written. And the Bible says Satan fled from him. Why? Because Jesus goes back to the word of the Lord. So when you're talking about mysteries and miracles at his word, look at the process. It says, Say to the dry bones, hear ye the word of the Lord. Never you try to face your problem by your own logic, by your own experience. Face that battle, face that challenge. Deal with that problem based on what? The word of the Lord. It says it is written. And let me say this to you. Devil obey the word of the Lord. But you know the most interesting part is that God will never disobey himself. Even God obeys his own word. In fact, we say the name of Jesus, demon free. The name of Jesus, problem solved. But there is something that is more powerful than the name of Jesus. You'll be shocked. It's in your Bible. The Bible says God honors his word above his name. So the name of Jesus is powerful. The name of Yahweh is powerful. Praise God, which is God himself. But listen, what is much more powerful than the name of Jesus and the power of Jesus and everything is the word of Jesus himself. Because the word of God is God himself. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So every time you say, the Lord has said, God said the Lord, oh, it is written, the devil is saying, ah, you finished me. I have no way, I have no power, I have no right in this. That's number one. And every time you speak the word of the Lord, God says, yes, here am I. My integrity is tied to my word. My character is tied to my word. Praise God. My sovereignty, my power, everything is tied to my word. So the moment you bring forth the word of the Lord, you know what you've done? You've compelled God's integrity. You compel the power of God. You compel the grace of God. You compel the mercy of God. You compel the provision of God. The miracle of God. They are everything about God is compelled to the word that was spoken. And right there, God is saying, I am here to fulfill my word. I will never disobey myself. Number one. Number two, I will never fail. We'll get to that. Praise God. So, the moment the man of God discovered that God brings his word into the scenario, and look at verse 5. Thus said the Lord God unto the bones, or to these bones, Behold, I will cause bread to enter into you, and ye shall live. Praise God. Look at it. Look at it again. Look at it again. Very interesting. Take yourself out of this picture. Hallelujah. He says, Thus said the Lord, Hallelujah, the Lord God, Say the Lord God. He said, Professor, unto these bones, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. That is verse 4. He reiterates the same thing again. Thus said the Lord God unto these bones. You see that now? O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Praise God. Thus said the Lord God unto these bones. You see that again? I must go by it again. O ye dry bones, we're connecting verse 4 and verse 5. O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. And then verse 5. Thus said the Lord. <laughs> you see that there, verse 5 now? The Lord God unto these bones. So Ezekiel was wise enough when he was even speaking to the bones. He didn't say, I'm a man of God. <laughs> if I be a man of God, you bones, hear me. I speak now by the Lord. No, no, no. He didn't say that. He says, Hear ye the word, the word of the Lord. Praise. You see, the guy is smart. There was no pride there. There was no self-centeredness there. He took himself out. He said, this one, because he already said, thou knowest. So he's saying, whatever is going to happen has to do with the man 
the, 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 the mantle, the anointing, and the will of God. He says, and he said, Lord, he said, he, and sorry, verse 5, he said, Thus said the Lord God unto these bones. So he was speaking as if God was speaking. Thus said the Lord God. So look at it. The man of God came what? With the word of the Lord to the bones. I'm going to say it again. The man of the Lord came with the word of the Lord to the bones. He didn't go there to speak to the bones by himself or with his own words. But he says, hear ye the word of the Lord. Praise God. Verse 5 continues. He says, behold, look at it. Behold, I will cause. Who will cause? Ezekiel? No. No. Who is going to cause? God. God is at the center of all of this that is happening. He says, I will cause breath to enter into you and ye shall live. Now looking at the problem that we dealt with in verse 11, it shows you that there are certain issues in life that man cannot handle, only God. And this was one of them. So he was clearly saying, God himself was saying, I will cause breath, that is life. Life to enter into you and ye shall live. I will cause breath to enter into you and ye shall live. Breath to enter. I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. I will cause victory to enter, healing to enter, prosperity to enter, recovery to enter, deliverance to enter, miracle to enter. My God shall labor to And the Bible says, ye shall live. They told you you are going to die. They told you you're not going to make it. They told you, oh, it's over. But God is saying, I will. I will. He's willing. He's capable. He's well able. The doctor said, well, sorry, you can go home now and prepare for the funeral. It's a lie. They say, oh, you are fired. Don't bother yourself. This job is not for you. You think that that's the end of the road. <laughs> no, it's the beginning of all beginnings. Somebody walked out on you. You totally depended on that individual. And they walked out on you and now you realize, wow, all hope is gone. No! Put not your confidence in man. The Bible says, God says, I will cause breath. I will cause victory. I will cause deliverance. I will cause restoration. Healing to enter into you. It will enter. Praise God. God will do it and they will enter you in the name of Jesus. Life will enter and ye shall live. You're experiencing stroke, paralysis, numbness on your body, pain. He will cause life to enter. He will enter and you shall live. He says, I will cause breath to enter and you shall live. God won't lie to you. Verse 6, verse 6 says, And I will lay sinews upon you and will bring flesh. I will bring of flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you. Hallelujah. And ye shall live again. You shall live. Twice he said, you shall live, you shall live, you shall live, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. Did you see? And ye shall know that I'm the prophet there. But the prophet was the one speaking, speaking what? How? On behalf of God. He says, and ye shall know that what? I am the Lord. So you see, everything is centered on one thing. Knowing that God is God. I am the Lord. 
praise the Lord. Ye shall know that I am the Lord. Ye shall know that I am the Lord. He said here, praise God, and he said the same thing again in verse 13. Verse 13 says, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. When I have opened your graves, O my people, and brought you up out of your graves. Praise God. Now take note of this now. Very interesting. It's getting better and deeper. Praise the name of the Lord. Verse 7. He says, so I prophesy. Look at it now. Look at it. So I prophesy, not as I wish, not as I will, and not my own way. I prophesy as I was commanded. Do you see that there? As I was what? Commanded. So the prophecy was based on the command of the Lord. The instruction of the Lord, the guidance of the Lord, the will of the Lord. Listen, if you want anything that is dead or dried up to come back to life, make sure you do it according to the commandment, the instruction, the guidance of the Lord. And as I prophesy, what happened? There was a noise. The noise first came. You begin to hear the bones. Before you know, mysterious. As I prophesied, there was a noise, and behold, it's shaking. Tonight, uh, this morning, there's going to be spiritual noise. Hallelujah. There's going to be a shake. Praise God. Shaking is going to take place. And the bones came together. Woo! Whatever that is scattered in your life, whatever that is scattered in your home, whatever that is scattered in your church, whatever that is scattered in your health, your career, whatever that is scattered, the Bible says, God is about to bring them back together. The bones came together, bone to his bones. Praise God. Woo. The Bible said they came together, bones to his bones. Wow. So when the man of God prophesied what God gave to him, according to what was commanded by the Lord, you see, there was a response. Praise God. Life, breath, shaking, movement, togetherness, connection. Hallelujah. The miracle actually began at the word of the Lord, at the command of the Lord. Praise God. At the instruction of the Lord and at the prophecy of the Lord. Bones connected to bones. There was noise. There was shaking around. There was movement together. They move connected. Listen, one bone, the head bone, part of the skeleton, the head was, the skull was on the back there, and then the shoulder was here, and then the leg was there, and the, 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 the arms were there, and then the, the spine, brain, uh, 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 bone, everything. You know, the ribs, everything scattered. By the time the prophecy, the word of God came, pop, 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 they were connected. They were scattered, they were open in open valley, but the Bible says that the prophecy of the Lord, the command of the Lord, the Bible says he spake and it was done, he commanded and he stood firm. They connected each other. Noise. And the Bible says everything came together. May I say this to you, whatever that is dry and scattered abroad, God will put them together in Jesus' name. And when I beheld, lo, verse 8, the sinews and the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them above. Praise God. But there was no breath in them. There was no life. The first thing was done. 
The first part that is restoration, connection, praise God. God won't bring life. He won't bring life if they are not connected. But when they are connected, then it was time for life. Take note now, verse 9. They said unto me, prophesy unto the wind. You see the second aspect, step by step. Process, praise God. Prophesy unto the wind, praise God. Hallelujah. Prophes prophesy unto the wind. Prophesy, son of man. You see, God is giving him instruction. Prophesy unto the wind. Prophesy, son of man. And say to the wind. Look at it again. Look at it again. Thus said the Lord God. The prophecy is the word of the Lord. Not an opinion. Not an idea. Not something that he feels like doing. Hallelujah. Say unto the wind. Thus said the Lord God. Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain that they may live that they may live. What we read before, that God says he's going to do this in verse 5, that life will enter so that they may live, breath will enter that they may live. Now look at it again in verse, uh, verse uh, 5, at the end of verse 5, the reason he says that they may live at the end of verse, verse, verse 9 again, he's saying the same thing, that they may live. That they may live. Praise God. So the purpose is centered on one thing, that they may live, number one. And the second thing is that, that they may know that God is the Lord. Praise the Lord. He says, so I prophesy as he commanded me. And the breath came into them, take note, and they lived. They lived, number one, and stood up upon their feet, Zandegus Katalaga, an exceeding great army. Exceeding great army. Now, I said something very important just now. The very first purpose was that there are three major purposes. Hallelujah. The very first purpose of this mystery is that they may live. We see that, as I said, we see that in verse 5, the end of verse 5, and we see that at the end of verse 9, that they may live, that they may live, that they may live. Praise God. That's the very first purpose. The second purpose of all of these mysterious miracles that are happening is that they may know God. That they may know God. You see that in verse 6. You see that in verse 8, 7, and verse 10. That they may know that I am God. Take note. Now the purpose of you living is to know God. So if you are living without the knowledge of God or without knowing God, you are living in vain. If you are living without experiencing God, if you are living without uh, 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 relating with God, you are living in vain. First purpose, that they may live, that they may live. When there is life, then there must be knowledge about God. That they may know that I am the Lord God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, so the Bible says, when he prophesied, verse 10, take note now, he says, he prophesied, breath came that they may live. Praise God. He says, so I prophesy as he commanded. Verse 10. Again, the word, this is the second time. The first time he prophesied as he was commanded. The second time again, he prophesied as he was commanded. So don't forget, we've seen the purpose. Number one, that they may live. We've seen the purpose. Number two, that they may know the Lord God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We've seen the process, the pattern is by the command of God. It is done according to the command. It is done according to the command. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. 
And we'll see it again here. So I prophesy as he commanded me. Praise God. And then we'll see. He says at the end, and the breath came. Whenever he obeys, the man of God obeys the instruction of the Lord, we'll see the result. And the breath came into them, and they lived and stood. They lived, you will live this morning in the name of Jesus. Whatever has died will come back to life. And they stood upon their feet. The Bible says what? How did they come back to life? They came back to life and exceeding great army. Shout hallelujah. They didn't come ordinarily. They came back as what? An exceeding great army. 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 May I announce this to you? You may look ordinary now. You may look feeble, weak right now. You may look you may look ordinary now. You may look inadequate now. You may look powerless now. But I want to announce to you, you are coming out in Jesus' name. You are going to come out alive in Jesus' name. You are going to come out powerful in Jesus' name. You are going to come out great in Jesus' name. You're going to come out like an army in the name of Jesus. You're not just going to be an army, but an exceeding great army. You are great. You are great. I say you are great. You are powerful. Listen, let the world conclude on you now. Let it call you foolish man, foolish woman. Let it tell you to shut up. Let them do whatever. Let them despise you now. Let them conclude on you. Let them abuse you now. Let them provoke you now. Let them make a mockery or fun of you now. But trust me, you are going to come out an exceeding great army. Praise God. Hallelujah. Then, look at verse 11. Then he said unto me, Son of man, we'll go back to the, the point. Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say, our bones are dry, and our hope is lost, and, our, uh, and, and we are cut off out of our paths. The people that assume they've done, they assume that they, they, they are not going to make it again. They assume that this is the end. Look at all the negativities. Look at all the negativities. There is dryness, there is hopelessness, and there is no sense of direction. Those are the three things. There is dryness, there is hopelessness, and there is no sense of direction. And God is saying, God showed Ezekiel, so this is the condition of the people, but this is how I'm going to do it, and this is how you should do it, and this is how it's going to work. So it, it, the, 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 the revelation here was a kind of process as to how they should come out. The revelation here was a kind of medication for this affliction. The, the revelation and the vision here is, is, is the instruction, the pattern to which God is going to get them out. And verse 12 says, therefore prophesy and say unto them, toss here the law. Look at the conclusion of all the prophecies now. Toss here the law. Behold, oh my people, I will open your graves. This morning God will open someone's grave in Jesus' name. Wheresoever you've been buried, in the village, in the city, under the coven, whatever that is buried, I decree and I declare, you are coming out in the name of Jesus. I decree you are coming out. You are coming out of that sickness. You are coming out of the spirit of death. You are coming out of failure. You are coming out of shame. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out of your grave in the name of Jesus. Come out of faithlessness. Come out of that depression. Come out of that sickness. Come out of that demonic obsession. In the name of Jesus.
Bible says, Behold, all my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up out of your graves. Oh, Pastor, I'm tired. No, don't give up now. You are coming out this morning. In the name of Jesus, you are coming out. I stand by the mercy and the grace of God, depending on the integrity and the sovereignty of Almighty God. And I speak just as Ezekiel speak uh, uh, unto the dry bones. I speak on behalf of the Lord this morning. Thus said the Lord, according to the commandment of the Lord, you are coming out in Jesus' name. the word of the Lord. Oh, you dry bones. In the name of Jesus, God is going to cause breath to enter you. You shall not die. You shall not die. You shall not die. You shall not die. You shall live to declare the glory of our God in the land of the living. You shall live as a testimony. Hallelujah. You shall come out of your graves. Whatever that has buried you will compel you to come out in Jesus' name. Whatever that has held you in captivity will let you go in Jesus' name. Whatever that has embarrassed you, whatever that has enslaved you, I set you free today in the name of Jesus. Be free, be free, be free, be free, be free, be free in Jesus' name. Behold, all my people. Are we the people of the Lord? Yes. I will open your graves. I will open your graves and cause you to come up out of your graves. Hallelujah. And bring you into the land of Israel. God will bring you into your own land in the name of Jesus. A land of peace. A land that is going to flow with milk, of milk and honey. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He will cause you to come out of your grave. Verse 13. Ye shall that I am the Lord. You see that? All of this are going to happen so that you will know that God is God. Two reasons. That you may live, number one. Number two, that you may know that he is God. Hallelujah. That ye shall know, ye shall know they that know they are God, the Bible says, shall be strong. And ye shall know that I am the Lord. When I have opened your graves, all my people, and brought you up out of your graves, praise God. Hallelujah. Verse 14. It says, and shall put my spirit in you. Spirit of God is going to enter someone. The spirit of grace. The spirit of excellence. The spirit of prosperity. The spirit of healing. The spirit of deliverance and breakthrough. The spirit of favor. Hallelujah. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love and of sound mind. And the Bible says, the Bible says, and my and says, and he shall put, and I and, and shall put my spirit in you, and ye shall leave. Number one, number two, and 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 I shall place you in your own land. The Bible says, then shall ye know. Look at it again. He's saying again the same thing again. Then shall ye know that I, the Lord, have spoken it. Perform it, said the Lord. So you see the conclusion in verse 14. You will know that I, the Lord, have spoken it, number one, and I have performed it. 
So what was the role of Ezekiel here? Just a servant. All of the miracles, all of the restoration, all of the deliverance, all of the, 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 the mysterious uh, breakthrough to come out of the grave, everything was done by the Lord. That he had done this, that I am the Lord, I have spoken it and performed it. He spoke it, he performed it, said the Lord. He spoke and it was done. He commanded and he stood firm. That is why the very first thing I revealed to you was in verse 4. Ezekiel says, Hear ye the word of the Lord, all ye dry bones. Praise God. Hear ye the word of the Lord. What is the word of the Lord? The word of the Lord is God himself. Praise God. The word of the Lord is the instruction of God. The word of the Lord is the direction of God. He poured his spirit upon these people. He delivered them. Praise God. He spoke and it was done. He performed it. Hallelujah. The Bible says he caused them to come out of their graves. We'll see the reason. Because they were dry. They lost their hope. And they were cut off from their path. But let's look at the word. And let's conclude on that. And we're going to pray. When we talk about the word. Ezekiel continued to say, Hear ye the word of the Lord. Hear ye the word of the Lord, O you dry bones. Hear ye the word of the Lord. What is the word? The word of the Lord is pure. The word of the Lord is perfect. The word of the Lord is excellent. Look at what the Bible says in Psalms, Psalm 12, verse 6. Psalm chapter 12, verse 6. Why do we ought to pay attention to the word of the Lord? So if we are talking about mysterious miracles at his word, we must understand his word. Hallelujah. So when we look at what the Bible says in the book of Psalm 12, let's go there quickly. Psalm chapter 12. Hallelujah. Let's see what it says. Psalm chapter 12, verse 6. Look at it. It says, the word of the Lord are pure words. Do you see that there? The words of the Lord are pure words. Praise God. Look at it, how we describe it. See the level of the purity. It says, a silver tried in a furnace of the earth. Purified how many times? Seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord. Thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. So the word of the Lord is purified. Hallelujah. It's like silver that is tried in the furnace of the earth. How many times? Seven times. It's purified seven times. So when we talk about the word of the Lord, Believe the word of the Lord because the word of the Lord is pure. The word of the Lord is purified house seven times. So you have reason to trust it. Something is purified once, twice, three times, four, five, six, ah, seven times. It comes out perfect and pure. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord is important. Why? Because it brings life. The word of the Lord is important. Why? Because it is pure. The Bible says it brings breakthrough, deliverance, and healing. The word of the Lord brings, brings, brings miracle. And if you adhere to the word of the Lord, it shall be well with you. Look at Isaiah 66. Isaiah 66. Pay attention to the word of the Lord, verse 5. Isaiah 66, verse 5. What does it say? I'll read verse 5 of Isaiah chapter 66, verse 5. It says, take note of this. Hear the word of the Lord. Ye that tremble at his word, those that fear God, those who tremble at the word, 
Hear ye the word of the Lord, ye that tremble at his word. Look at it, look at it. Very interesting. This is deep. Your brethren that hated you, that cast you out, they cast you out. Why? For my name's sake. Say it. Let the Lord be glorified. Take note, take note. It says, But he shall appear to your joy. Hallelujah. And they shall be ashamed. Hallelujah. He shall appear to your joy and they shall be ashamed. So the Bible says, Hear the word of the Lord, ye that tremble at his word. And there is blessing for those that tremble at the word of the Lord. There is deliverance for those that tremble at the word of the Lord. The Bible says that God will bless, God will deliver, God will provide for those who tremble at the word of the Lord. Praise God. Not only that, if you are seeking God for deliverance, like what happened to God's people, if you are seeking God for breakthrough, you are seeking God for restoration, everything is settled at his word. Listen, listen, you are living in the earth that was created by the word. You are dealing with things, everything upon the face of the earth that is in existence is existing as a result of the word. So you are living in an earth that is full of the word of God and you are living and dealing with things that are of the word of God. So everything on earth is subjected to the word of God because they were created by the word of God. Every situation that you are going through subjected by the word of God. Every battle, every problem. Let me give you an example. In Psalm 105, look at Joseph. Go to the book of Psalm 105. I'm almost there. Psalm 105. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's see verse 19 downwards. Hallelujah. Psalm 105. Look at the experience of this man of God. Hallelujah. Psalm 105. Hallelujah. Let's see from verse 16 to 19. He said, moreover, he called for a famine upon the land and break the whole staff of bread. 17. He sent a man before them. Who sent this man? Almighty God. Even Joseph, that's the man that he sent, who was sold for a sour. You see the way God sent the man? He was sold. Can God send you by allowing you to be sold as a servant? That's the ways of God. Uniquely different. Praise God. But look at what happened. Whose feet, you remember when he was in prison, he was held in captivity. He was lied upon by Potiphar's wife. So the Bible says, whose feet they hurt with fetters, he was laid in iron. He was in prison. His feet were held in fetters. He was laid in iron. Can you imagine this? A man of God. A man that walks in righteousness. A man that was fulfilling the mandate, the process, the pattern, and the will of God was held in captivity, bound and in prison. But verse 19 gives us the secret. The Bible says, until the time that his word came. What came to him? His word. Praise God. Hallelujah. His word. Now, what is his word? Now, take note. He says he was bound. He was in fetters. He was in captivities. He was in, in prison. He laid in iron until the time that his word came. Whose word here? It was not Joseph's word. It was the Lord's word. You know how I know it was the word of the Lord? Look at it. The Bible says, until the time that his word came. And look at the word. The word is this defined now. What is the word? He said, the word of the Lord tried him. You see why Ezekiel was prophesying, God said the Lord. 
You see why Ezekiel was saying to the dry bones, hear ye the word of the Lord? Deliverance is at his word. Miracle is at his word. Provision is at his word. Breakthrough is at his word. Blessing is at his word. Life is at his word. Everything is tied on the word. Praise God. The Bible said the word of the Lord tried him. It was the word of the Lord that came. Verse 20. And look at what happened when the word came. The king sent and lose him. There came for the what? Deliverance. Breakthrough. They, they lose the man. Praise God. Even the rulers of the people and let him go free. There was deliverance. There was freedom. There was breakthrough. And look at verse 21. He made him lord of his house and ruler at and, and ruler of all his substance to bind his praises at his pleasure and teach his senators what wisdom. Look at what the word of God did. The word of God got into the prison. Hallelujah. Brought forth breakthrough. Brought the man out of prison. Set him free. Release him from chains. Release him from fetters. Release him from the iron bars that he was laid upon. And the Bible says uh, he was moved uh, from the prison to the palace. And the Bible says he was made rulers. He was made lord of the house. He was made a ruler of all his substance. The substance of the house of Pharaoh. The substance of the house of Egypt. From the prison to the palace. From chains and fetters to the throne. What causes it? The word that came. The word that tried him. The word of breakthrough. The word of promotion. The word of deliverance. The word of excellence. The word of abundance. The word of favor. The word of healing. The word of miracle came to Joseph. Hallelujah. The word of God works. Turn to your neighbor and say it works. One more time. Look at Joshua chapter 1. What does the Lord say to Joshua? Joshua chapter 1. Thank you, Jesus. Give me five minutes, I'll be done. Joshua, I'm ready to pray for someone this morning. I'm ready to bless someone this morning. Are we ready for this? Joshua chapter 1. Hallelujah. Look at verse 8. He says, This book of the Lord shall not depart out of thy mouth. That is the word of the Lord. Praise God. And what is he going to do with it? He says, But thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest what? Observe to do. You see that? Observe to do, to do what? According to all, not some, not few, not your opinion or idea. You do according to all that is written. Therein, and then see what's going to happen. See what's going to be the, 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 the result. The process is for you to know the word and do the word. For then thou shalt make thy way what? Prosperous. You see that there? And then thou shalt have good success. Do you want to prosper in life? Do you want to succeed in life? So we see the word of God in deliverance and breakthrough for who? For Joseph. We see the word of God also for, for, for prosperity and excellence and, and, and victory. Hallelujah. And success, good success in the life of Joshua. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can also see the word of God for miracle in the life of Peter. The Bible says in the book of Luke chapter 5 verse 5. He told day and night. 
He caught nothing. And Jesus says, launch down into the deep. And the man Peter looked at Jesus and said, I've toiled day, I've toiled night. And we caught nothing. But nevertheless, 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 at thy word, at thy word, at thy word. I'm not doing it by myself. I'm not doing it by my experience. I'm not doing it by my logic. My experience have failed. My ideas have failed. My logic have failed. My strength has failed. My, my wisdom has failed. But I die word, oh God. I know I caught nothing in this life. I know I have failed. I know I made mistakes. I know it doesn't seem to work. I know it seems to be over. Oh Lord, I know I, I am experiencing dryness, dry bones, dry finance, dry marriage, dry ministry. Oh, I have lost hope. Oh Lord, my path is cut off. But Lord, it doesn't matter my condition, my position now. What is important is your word. Sir, at thy word, I will what? Let down my nets. Peter says, at thy word, Lord, I will let down. I will let down. I will let down. It was David also. David that says in Psalm 27 verse 4 that one thing he has desired and that is to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of his life to inquire in his temple. What was it going to live all the days of his life for? In the temple of God to do what? To inquire in his temple. To inquire about the word of God. To know the word. To understand the word. To live by the word. Listen to this. The world was created. Let me go back there. By the word of God. The word of God is God himself. And everything that exists existed as a result of the word of God. And let me let you know the secret of life, the victory, the power, and the mandate to control and to be in charge of everything is to hold on to the word of God. Beloved, are you down this morning? Are you sick this morning? Are you confused this morning? Are you desperate this morning? Are you in need this morning? Ezekiel says, Oh, you hear the word of the Lord tonight or today every situation in your life must hear the word when they hear the word they will live when they hear the word there will be revival when they hear the word there will be strength when you hear the word there will be breakthrough when you hear the word there will be healing when you hear the word there will be provision when you hear the word there will be restoration when you hear the word there will be redemption when you hear the word there will be salvation when you hear the word there will be promotion and prosperity all that you need to do is to hear the word and obey the commandment of the Lord. Speak the word as it is commanded so that you will live, that you will not die, that you will live, that you will not die in the name of Jesus. What has God done for you? He has done everything. What does the word of God say? The Bible says he sent forth his word and he healed them. And the Bible says by his stripes you were healed. That is the word of the Lord. What is the word of the Lord? The word of the Lord is that with God all things are possible. What is the word of the Lord? With man, it is impossible. With God all things are possible. What is the word of the Lord? Is there anything hard for the Lord to do? God forbid. Listen. Do you know why your problem still remains your problem? It's because you spend much more time meditating on your problem. I don't know why God keeps saying this throughout this month. I've been reiterating this. Pay attention to God. Forget about your problem. Pay attention to God. Look at Ezekiel 37. It was a God-centered miracle. It was a God-centered de deliverance. 
God's intervention. So God said to Ezekiel, look at their conditions. They cannot help themselves. Man cannot help himself. But look at what God is saying. At my word, it shall be done. So when we talk about mysteries and miracles at his word, Peter said, I have done my best. I got nothing. Over the years, you've gotten nothing. Over the years, you've labored for nothing. Over the years, you beg for nothing. Over the years, you've tried your best and it amounted to nothing. Over the years, you've gone in and out for nothing. Over the years, you wrote exam for nothing. Over the years, you've signed document for nothing. Over the years, you've labored and you sweat yourself for nothing. Over the years, you've invested for nothing. Over the years, you, you've been doing all that you can do for nothing. But God is saying, let it be at my word now. Let it be at my word. Are you ready to let go at the word of the Lord? Holy tribes, hear ye the word of the Lord. And what is it that the Lord is saying? You shall live. You shall live. You shall live. Stand to your feet this morning and speak to your heart. Speak to your soul. Speak to your mind. Speak to your spirit. Speak to yourself. Every hopeless situation. Hear ye the word of the Lord this morning. Whatever I may be going through, hear ye the word of the Lord. My marriage, hear ye the word of the Lord. My son, hear ye the word of the Lord. My daughter, hear ye the word of the Lord. My life, my health, my body, my kidney, my heart, oh my liver, my spine, my hip, my bones, my vein, my joints. Hear ye the word of the Lord. There's one thing I know. There's nothing that will disobey the word of God and survive. So that cancer is not going to survive today. It's going to hear the word and it's going to disappear. Heart disease is going to hear the word of the Lord and they're going to disappear. Stroke, paralysis, they're going to hear the word of the Lord. They're going to disappear. Failure, rejection are going to hear the word of the Lord. They're going to disappear. Sinful habits and bondage, they're going to hear the word of the Lord and they're going to disappear. Spark, depression, confusion, they are going to hear the word of the Lord and they are going to disappear. Lift up your voices and say to yourself, I command my spirit to hear the word. I command my soul to hear the word of the Lord. I command my body to hear the word of the Lord. Pray right now. Pray this morning. Pray, pray, pray. Yes. Lift up your voices. I command everything about me, everything that concerns me, everything around me, hear the word. Hear the word. Hear the word. Hear the word of the Lord. Hear the commandment of the Lord and live. Hear the word. 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 My knees. Hear the word. My ankle bones. Hear the word. My spiritual life. Hear the word. My heart. Hear the word. My mind. Hear the word. My ears. Hear the word. My eyes. Hear the word. My kidney. My liver. My muscles. Hear the word. Hear the word. Hear the word. My job. Hear the word. My children. Hear the word. My career. Hear the word. My business. Hear the word. The ministry. Hear the word. My family. Hear the word. Demonic attack. Satanic manipulation. Witchcraft power. God of my fathers. God of the ancient past. God that were in the villages and the bushes. Hear the word of the Lord.
Lord. Everything was here at the Lord. 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 Pray this morning. Faith cometh by hearing. Hearing by what? The word of the Lord. Lift up your voices. Jesus Zakatelebush. They must hear the word. They must hear the word. They must hear the word. Homelessness must hear the word. Joblessness must hear the word. Affliction must hear the word. Depression must hear the word. Zatelegeso. Meshiagadan Dayaga Delis. Zarombalo Badagelega Delija. Maria Ladoye Kei Gezagate. Zanfra Patile Shabaladisia. They must hear the word of the Lord. Every council of darkness. Occultic council, witchcraft council, satanic council, demonic council, marine spirit council, every council that has been in oppression, every power and every spirit that has been in oppression, that which has held you captive. Hear the word of the Lord. They must let you go. You are coming out of your grave. Dryness is going to disappear this morning. You are coming out of your grave. God is a good God. He's going to heal you. He's going to deliver. He's going to set you free. He's going to cause you to come out of that imprisonment. You are going to come out. Yes. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes. You are coming out this morning. Sibrado lebega scotis katalabaya. Lembreke lega scutarina membre luze dalagadea. You are going to be free this morning. Pray, lift up your voices. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You are coming out in the name of Jesus. You are coming out of prison like Joseph. Your word has come. You are coming out of the grave like Lazarus. Come forth. Your word you are coming out of lack and want and poverty. Yeah, like Peter, at thy word, I will let down. You are going to make your way prosperous at thy word, like Joshua, in obedience to the word. You will have good success. Yes, yes, sir. Remember the word of God is true. The word of God is pure. He's tried seven times in the furnace. He's a good God. He's a loving God. He's a compassionate God. Ezekiel 37 reveals the heart of God towards his people. How God loves his people. How God cares for his people. How God is compassionate. How God wants you to be free. How God wants to heal you. God wants to bless you. God wants to deliver. God wants to provide. God wants to fight your battle. Don't give up. Don't be discouraged. Don't be confused. Oh no. There is hope at the end. 
Zeti Tolobosha, Zika Propike Lenderis, Rambrandele Geshiketi Talabaras Kunte Ribara Bodoya Lagadi. God is here. God is intervening today. God is changing your position, your condition. Yes, Lord. There is life coming after you. You will live and not die. You will live and not die. You shall live and not die. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your hand everywhere. Those who are watching through the social media. Those who are watching through the television. Lift up your hands everywhere. It's a miracle. Walking God. It's a miracle. Walking God. He's the Alpha and Omega. He's a miracle. Walking God. He's a miracle. Walking God. He's a miracle. Walking God. He's the Alpha and Omega. He's a miracle. Walking God. One more time. He's a miracle. Walking God. He's a miracle. Walking God. He's the Alpha and Omega. He's a miracle. Walking God. Lift up your hands right now. I see you delivered. I see you healed. I see life enter into you. I see you restored. Yea, I see your home, your marriage restored. I see your ministry, your business, your career, your studies. I see you overcoming. I see you being victorious against sin and against the world. I see a breakthrough in your spiritual life. Lift up your hands. The hand of the Lord is touching you. Connect to the throne of God. Father, in the name of Jesus, as we lift up our hands all over this auditorium, as we call upon you on behalf of your people this morning, Lord, we thank you for what you're about to do. We thank you for your power. We thank you for your integrity. We thank you for your compassion. We thank you for your love and care towards us. We thank you, Lord God Almighty, for your desire to see your goodness upon our lives. That is why we love you. There is no other God besides thee. Your desire, your intention is not that we will perish, but your long suffering towards us that we come to repentance. And therefore, Lord, as we call upon you, oh God, we depend on your word. We depend on your sovereignty. We depend on your integrity. We're asking for mercy upon every life this morning in the name of Jesus. Let your mercy prevail upon every one of us in the name of Jesus. And Father, we commit our cases unto you. We commit our different situation and experience into your hands. Father, there is that woman that is paralyzed. I decree and I declare under the sound of my voice, wheresoever you are, receive life. Get up and walk in the name of Jesus. Whoever you are, under the sound of my voice, that woman that is paralyzed, receive life. Get up and walk in the name of Jesus. 
Receive your sight. Open your eyes now. Cataracts melt away. Demonic infection out. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Deaf and dumb spirit. Loose your grip. Loose your grip. Loose. I see a young child at the age of three that could not speak. And I see a young boy also that is striving. He could not make up his words. I decree restoration for that young girl and that young boy. I release your speeches right now. That you will speak fluently. That you will be healed. You will be restored. God will touch your tongue. Touch your brain. Connect your sense of hearing to your speech. And both of you speak now. And be healed in the name of Jesus Christ. See a woman that is struggling with bleeding. Excruciating bleeding. That is not stopping. I pray for you now woman. That bleeding come to an end. In the name of Jesus. I decree in the name of Jesus. That you will come out of that demonic grave. Every death sentence over your life. That the plan of the enemy is to waste your life. I curse that plan be destroyed in Jesus' name. Be here in Jesus' name. I see there are about three or four women out there. Under the sound of my voice, you feel movement on your body. Movement on your bodies. Your belly, your belly. You feel something move. Move and move. You've done x-ray, you've done ultrasound. Sometimes you thought you were pregnant in a strange way and it's not, a, you know, this is not normal. The doctors keep telling you you are okay and it's demonic, you are not okay. I decree upon your life, all of you out there, women, I pray for you now. Every demonic possession, every satanic manipulation, every witchcraft oppression in your belly, I decree and declare, Matthew, Jesus' name. I prophesy to you by the grace and the command of the Lord that thing walking in your belly that is not of God. I paralyze it. I destroy it. I cause you to vomit it. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out. In the name of Jesus Christ. Every problem with your shoulder blade. I see, I see about two of you Two elderly women, you have problem with your shoulder blade. One of you, they said there is infection. I pray for you now. Every affliction on your shoulder blade. I prophesy to you, be healed in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Be here in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I rebuke that pain. I rebuke that pain on your shoulder blades. Right now, these two women, Zantikoba Baneshe, Pretelulis Katelia, you are free, 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 you are free in the name of Jesus. I see a man with anger. They're swelling down there on your stuff. And that thing has been bothering you. I decree and I declare. Ania melt away in the name 
name of Jesus. Ania melt away in the name of Jesus. Ania melt away in the name of Jesus. Ania melt away in the name of Jesus. I see a child that is struggling with pile. And anyone else that is struggling with pile under the sound of my voice, including that little child, I decree and I declare that pile go back to your position. I decree the healing of God. Touch, 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 touch. Be delivered, be healed in the name of Jesus Christ. I see. There's a man, you're a middle-aged man. You are struggling with indigestion. You eat and you throw up. You eat and you throw up. To the extent that you're almost giving up on food. But most of the time, you're taking liquid. But anything that you eat, you easily throw up. You don't digest. And so as a result, you have given up. And what you do now, you just take liquid. And you are losing weight. You're losing strength. You've done a lot of medical treatment. I want to pray for you now. Lay your hand on your belly. Zetike Kamaron. Boska. Zetike Kamaron de Vandele. In the name of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Ghost, by the reason of the commandment of the law. He says, by his stripes you were healed. Every yoke and bondage and, and manipulation of your system, your digestive system, I decree and I declare, you are healed, you are delivered, 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 in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. blindness I see a middle aged woman with partial blindness I pray for you now and I pray for all those who are going through that issue of blindness partial blindness diabetes that is encroaching your sight or whatever demonic affliction against your sight evil manipulation I curse it melt away in the name of Jesus melt away in the name Jesus, whatever cataracts in your eyes, witchcraft deposit, satanic arrow that is fired against your vision, melt away, be destroyed. Blindness, come out! Come out in the name of Jesus. There's someone that is struggling with something strange. They said you have blood disease or contamination. You have to change your blood every six months. You have to go to the hospital and they have to flush your blood and purify your blood and all these things you have to go through. I don't know what it is, but it has affected your blood, whether it's a blood disease or whatever it is. But the Lord is saying, today marks the end of that bondage. Today marks the end. As from now, you are free. In the name of Jesus. I decree divine transfusion into your blood, to that of the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. Transform your blood, the blood of Jesus. Transform your blood vessel, the blood of Jesus. Transform your blood vessel from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. Be healed in Jesus' name.
I decree divine deliverance right now. Anyone that has dreamt you've been in the grave, you've dreamt you were in the grave, you were in the tomb, you were in the grave, you were in the tomb, you saw yourself coming out. Today, you are free. You are free from death. You are free from bondage. I command you, come out! Your spirit, your soul, your body, come out of your grave in the name of Jesus. There's another individual. You also, this one is not even a dream. You saw yourself searching in the tomb. You get into that grave, you saw this casket, everything that belongs to you were there. You looked at all your properties were in that casket. And you tried to begin to take them out, tried to begin to take them out. And then suddenly you saw some people coming after you. So while you were trying to take those things out, those people were coming after you. In the midst of the fear, you just lost the vision. It was not in a dream. This was like clear, broad daylight revelation that God gave to you. I want to pray for you now. Every part of your destiny that has been buried and the powers of darkness are saying you are not coming out. I decree and declare whatever belongs to you, whatever that is connected to your potentials, your gift, your destiny, I command it. Come out of your grave in the name of Jesus Christ. Anything that pertains to you that is in the grave, receive the resurrection of the Lord. Receive the resurrection of the Lord. Receive the resurrection of the Lord. There's someone else. You saw somebody in the grave and they tried to exchange you for that person. You realized that somebody was there, but they said, we're going to put you there, we're going to get that person out. Whatever demonic exchange of death, whatever exchange of life, from the pit of hell, witchcraft exchange, occultic exchange, marine spirit exchange, serpentine exchange, demonic exchange, I destroy by the blood of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Ghost, you are free in the name of Jesus. I exchange such with the blood of Jesus. I exchange that destiny with the blood of Jesus and the power of the Holy Ghost. Any demonic exchange that they have made, I will exchange it with the blood of Jesus. The blood, 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 the blood of Jesus and the power of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus Christ. You were in the grave yet, in the cemetery. And you saw money. You had a dream. You saw money, a lot of money. And you were trying to pick those money up. You were trying to pick those money up. You kept gathering money from the grave. And since you had that dream, that's the end of your business. God just showed you where the problem is. And your business collapsed. I decree and declare upon you, young man young woman or whoever you are under the sound of my voice wherever you find yourself whatever that has been taken to the grave and buried I command it to come out in the name of Jesus your finances come out your business come out your destiny come out your marriage come out out of the grave out of the tomb 
in the name of Jesus Christ. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. says he's going to deliver his people cause them to come out of the grave there are about 22 or 23 promises in Ezekiel 37 life enter flesh enter bone came back to join to each other they became exceeding great army praise God they came out of their grave they were delivered they went back to their land as promised praise God the Spirit of God was poured upon them. <laughs> what an abundance of God's promises. I decree and I declare the will of God according to Ezekiel 37. The promises of God according to Ezekiel 37. The manifestation and the intervention of God according to Ezekiel 37. Rest upon your life in the name of Jesus. Deliverance be your portion. The deliverance of Ezekiel 37 be your portion. The provision of Ezekiel 37, the spirit poured as Ezekiel 37, the breakthrough as Ezekiel 37. Hallelujah. The exceeding great army as Ezekiel 37. Praise God. Be your portion in the name of Jesus. I decree right now, it is well with you. It is well with your children. It is well with your career. It is well with your document. It is well with your husband. It is well with your wife. It is well with your spiritual life. It is well with your consecration and commitment. It is well with your relationship with God. It is well in every area. I decree and declare shalom. I decree and declare shalom. Completeness. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Testimony of the Lord be your portion in Jesus' name. The miracle of the Lord be your portion in Jesus' name. The provision of the Lord be your portion in Jesus' name. The solution of the Lord be your portion in Jesus' name. The intervention, the deliverance, ah, the provision of the Lord be your portion in the name of Jesus. You shall not beg your bread, you shall not die young. Your destiny shall not be aborted. You shall not be a stranger in your own land. You will possess your possession. You will not give up at the end of your victory. It is well with you. You are here. You are blessed. You are delivered. Provision is your portion. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And for your sake, it is well with whatever you do. For your sake, it is well with your friends and your family members. For your sake, it is well in everywhere you go. It is well with this church. It is well with my life. It is well with your life. Put those hands together for the Lord. Give him glory this morning. To God be the glory. We thank you, Spirit of the living God. We worship and exalt you. Thank you, Lord. Just bless his name right now. Bless his name. Magnify him. Magnify him. Exalt him. That which is dead has received life. That which has collapsed has been revitalized again. It is well with you. 
to God be the glory. You got your new job. You got your husband. You got your wife. You got your healing. You got your new house. You got your breakthrough. You got your degrees. You got your papers. You got everything that you are believing God for. It is well according to the prophetic word of the Lord. In Jesus' name. This week, good news will locate you. This week, surprising miracle will locate you. This week, mysterious intervention of God will locate you. This week, you are going to be overloaded with the intervention of the miracle of God in your life in the name of Jesus. You will tell your friends and neighbor, come and see. See what you've done for me. Oh, see what you've done for me. You are the living God. Oh, is there no one like you? One more time. See what you've done for me. How you set me free. See how you set me free. Oh, you are the living God. Oh, is there no one like you? Ekuweme, 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 ekuweme. Oh, you are the living God. Oh, is there no one like you? Ekuweme. Hallelujah. You may be seated. God bless you. God bless every one of you out there. We really do appreciate you joining us.